0: I am not one of those people that can kind of do one thing at a time. As a matter of fact, I can't... I'd get a lot of things not completed because I'm doing so many things at one time. I'll go and start something in the kitchen and then the smoke alarm will go off and that'll be my signal that the the dinner's done. You know, I'm never... One for just doing one thing at a time. Back when I was at the radio station, when I went back to work after having Bubby, after having Wyland, my son, I was breastfeeding. So I needed to pump milk. So before I'd go on the air, I would pump milk. So right before 6 a.m., I'd pump milk. And then at 10 a.m., I would be so full, I would be absolutely miserable. And I know those of you out there can relate. You understand what it's like when you're breastfeeding. So I would get off the air and I'd have an hour's drive home and I'm like, what in the world am I going to do? So I had gotten this pump and it could plug into the vehicle adapter. So I would strap the little cup things on, And I would start driving, and for the next few minutes of my trip home, I would be driving and pumping. So I'm quite a multitasker, and I pride myself on being able to do several things at one time, and this new lifestyle, I feel like a lady of leisure, and I do not like it. And it's gabapentin, right? Not guapapentin. I'm thinking, ga- it was, I just thought about that. I said gabapentin, I said guapapentin yesterday. No, it's gabapentin. Gabapentin is a the medication they gave Ella. Oh, by the way, Ella has a soft tissue issue. Bless her heart. She's 17 pounds and her body isn't made for all of that little bit of weight. So her front paws are kind of turned in and her back paws are doing the best they can bless her heart and I guess she was trying to jump somewhere and well maybe she's sprained her foot she's she actually has a problem with her fascia so everybody in the house is contributing to having fascial issues so thank you very much but uh so she's not on any medication or anything like that they're just having me watch her and she's doing just fine but Multitasking is something that I pride myself doing, and I managed a day doing what I was supposed to be doing for PT. Now I'm trying to get through and prepare for my next day by having yet another day of nothing. And it's got me all befuddled. Now, I'm not complaining. I'm just sharing. I mean, I'm not, I, I want somebody to sit there and go, oh, poor you. Woe is me. You're having a hard time trying to fix your posture. But as a very good uh, friend pointed this out, thank you, Debbie, in the UK, uh, I need to learn how to walk properly before I attempt to add things to that walk, such as carrying laundry, vacuuming, and little things like that. Now, this is something I have been told since I got sick, but I refuse to believe it. And my husband told me last night, he said, you know, because I told him, I said, I'm going to listen this time. I, I know what's happening and I'm I'm going to listen. He goes. You say that every time you go see somebody new, and you say you're going to do it, just like they say, and you never do. But this is a thing, and so he doesn't get tired of me explaining it. I will say it to you, and maybe you can tell me what you think. It's this past week is the first time that I have been given hope. And what I mean by that is, yes, in 2021, my body quit working and I was given hope by having my fascia worked on so that it would help me get out of pain. I was given hope so I could walk again. But that wasn't the entire treatment to get me better. Yes, I needed to have the fascia, you know, removed that was, you know, or released that was distorted and preventing me from being able to walk and talk. But I needed to be able to correct what caused all of that to begin with. And now I know each of us has a different trip i guess with this illness has a different different uh way of how we got to where we are or is it a different position you know maybe you're just now having problems with mobility maybe you're just now having problems starting to walk or maybe you've been having problems for years or maybe you're completely immobile I mean, I just don't know. I don't know where you are in this part of the illness. But as I said, for me, I'm seeing that it's forever changing. It doesn't just rear its ugly head one way. And that's why we have to have, I guess, a whole tool belt full of remedies and ideas in order to make our days go by better, whether it's with braces, medication, mobility aids, a different, you know, a modality. I do not know. So I'm just sharing with you what I've been doing, and maybe some of it might help you, and maybe you can relate. And you can get a little bit better, too. If it's your fascia, then maybe you can have your fascia worked on. If you find out that your QL is definitely tight and it is causing problems for your pelvis, good. And if it's your posture, which so far it seems to have been. It seems to have been, for me and a lot of people that I've spoken to, our posture is our main issue. So... Starting back in 2021, I was able to, like I said, increase the modality. Or, no, the mobility. Yes, because of the modality. There we go. And I just needed to be able to learn how not to let it get back in that position again. And... It was from putting my legs behind my head. It was from changing my gait when it started hurting to walk a certain way. My pregnancy was my main trigger for all of this. And as I subluxed joints, the fascia got adhesed. And then gradually stopped me from being able to walk. So as I slowly started getting put back together again, I started getting all of these mobilities back. But I wasn't trained on how to not get back that way again. And part of it was my poor posture. I didn't realize that I had poor posture, but I had poor posture because why? Our core's not strong enough, I guess, evidently. And when you start getting uh, subluxions and adhesed fascia, it starts getting harder to maintain that proper posture. So I am now trying to learn how to walk properly and Stand properly, and as ridiculous as it sounds, lying in the bed is so difficult because my body immediately reverts to the improper posture. And so I am constantly having to push my pelvis to the left, and I feel so crooked. And that's how I know I'm in right body, proper posture, (laughs) right body, proper posture. There we go. Redundant, but yes. So that for me and having to do this and not being able to pick up a load of laundry and not being able to clean, I had somebody come to my house to give me a price to clean the house. And my husband's saying, go for it. And I just can't seem to wrap my mind around it. I just can't. I just don't feel right having somebody come in my house and clean it. He's like, Christy, you just need to have somebody come in here and just clean it for us one good time. Get the windows and all that stuff. He said, I just don't have the time. He said, let me feel like I'm coming home to a clean home. He said, and then... We'll take it from there. And then there's the part of me going, but that's just money wasted. You know, we can do it. And then I'm thinking, it's going to take me a while to figure out this proper posture. Because it's not happening overnight. But because I'm so cheap, and because I'm so worried about spending all of this money on yet another modality that's only gonna be covered by insurance, but for so long, I need to learn and do all I can. So, although it may seem simple and people might be like, oh yeah, poor, woe is you. It is so miserable. Sitting here, because I'm lying here right now, pushing my pelvis to the side, trying so hard to stay in proper posture. And it causes your lower back, a lot of pain, and it's frustrating. But the reward is what I've got to look for. That's what I've got to keep my eye on, my eye on the prize the reward that i will be able to get up and do the things that i haven't been able to do and i just can't rush it so if you're out there and like i said i i totally am commend you and am thrilled if you are able to go to work and i understand that sometimes you you need to because that's just well you need to financially and you need to because that's your sanity and because i understand that's why i started the podcast one of the reasons sanity you're at home alone all the time so what do you do unfortunately i just i couldn't work and I, nobody would <laughs> hire me, and under the, the medical conditions that I had, but I live in fear every day, thinking, oh my gosh, what if my husband you know, can't go to work? He's got a pretty risky job, and I can't be wasting any more money, and that, on top of this illness, it freaks me out. It scares me. And that's another reason why I need to try so hard to make sure I listen. But it doesn't erase the guilt that you have when your husband comes home from a hard day at work and you're feeling like you didn't do anything. So this is a difficult time for me At the moment, because I just can't, I can't get a rhythm. I took my son to school today, something I hadn't been able to do for a couple days, because I've been, you know, trying to figure out this uh, pyro, whatever bromide, and I think I need to figure out the right time to take it. I think I was taking it too early, and maybe it was causing me to not be able to get up in the morning. I don't know. This is all. Uh, a trial and error kind of thing. I have no idea. And what is with this sweating? Is it me possibly getting ready to go through menopause? Or is this part of it? I have never in my life sweated. And now it just seems like it comes with it. It doesn't matter. I could be outside and it be a slightly warm day and doing nothing and sweating like I was the other day when I was talking with Sarah because we were talking about the Hawks and everything. And I just felt nasty because I was sweating. I come inside and the AC, I'm so used to my husband keeping it down to 68 and 69 that I'm always wearing jackets. And for the first time, I can go without a jacket in some areas And I'm thinking, is it the illness or is it possibly menopause coming up or what in the world? Because I have heard others mention the sweating, but these are all little blips that I just need to figure out how to manage. And I need to be grateful and I need to accept that I guess I'm going to maybe have somebody come in and clean out the house. They're messaging me now, wanting to know, "Hey, Christy, have you, you know, given it some more thought?" Yeah, I have. But have I made a decision? No, I haven't. I just, just not ready to give up that part of this yet. But I guess I'm going to have to. I need to keep, you know. A, they say a happy wife, a happy life, but a happy husband. I haven't figured that out yet, but a happy husband, I guess, makes a happy wife. So then there's a happy life. So yeah, you got to have a happy husband too. So if he wants the house clean and he wants me to spend the money he's gone out and and earned, then I guess that's what I think I'm gonna have to do. But it's frustrating, and I'm trying. And if this is the way it's got to be, I've and this is the problem, I, I just came home, and all I wanted to do was sleep, but everybody's been messaging me, and nobody's been letting me sleep, so I think that's my sign, I'm not supposed to be sleeping, but I was like, if I don't sleep a little bit, I'm not going to be able to manage, later in the day, and then I put off, again, paperwork, it is this, endless cycle, that, it's like you're damned if you do, and you're damned if you don't. And again, not being a martyr, not going, oh, woe is me. I'm just trying to figure it out. How do I get my head out of my dairy air? I still do the AWOL zebra agenda. I still do my three things a day. I still make sure I get those things done. I just haven't been able to figure out how to keep going. I start making a little bit of a dent in something, and then I'm told I can't do this anymore. And then I think I get in my head, and I don't want to do anything. I'm like, well, if I can't cook and clean, well, I can cook and clean. My husband and all would probably Beg to differ with all the things I've burnt. I can cook a turkey meal. I can cook a Thanksgiving. Can't do a pancake grilled cheese to save my soul. I have no idea. But, yeah, I can cook a big meal, and I can bake, but I can't do the simple stuff. But it's like I've got to get my mind out of the defeatist attitude. It's like just because I can't do some things... I'm valuable in other areas. That's what I've got to look at. Yeah, that's that's it. That's what I've got to look at. I might not be able to pick up and do all the laundry, but I can do a few things. So right now, I know there's a load of laundry in the dryer. I can't really bring that out and carry it, but I think maybe I can get it out and put another load in the dryer as long as I don't lift anything and I'm real careful and I do my exercises, yeah, maybe I can teeter on this not doing anything while still maintaining proper posture and doing my exercises while trying to figure out how to not I guess I've got to figure out how to accept that I can't multitask anymore. And I've got to accept the new way my body works so that eventually I'm no longer. And and, and as a matter of fact, they told me that you're forever going to be working on your posture once you get it straight. That is what I was told. Just like I'll forever be working on my fascia for the simple reason we're always going to sublux something. Um, we're always not going to know where our body is. So I need to look at the positives. I need to focus and realize that I'm not a failure. Because I can't do everything that I used to do at one time. I guess my days of driving down the road pumping milk are gone. For many reasons. (laughs) For many reasons. Those days are gone. And I need to accept. So we'll see how it goes. Stay tuned. Tomorrow's PT. So we'll find out if me following the rules has been beneficial, I do hope so, because this is really frustrating. Oh, and this is the other thing. I I sat there, my husband, I have this, when I showed him my new exercise, he looked very unamused, but I have to sit there and kind of stand there, like while I'm driving or just standing up, I have to keep my neck up tall and I have to push my chin in with my finger and release it and gently push my chin in and release it. Those are the neck exercises that I can do. Now do you see why it's driving me crazy? It's like I'm barely doing anything. And then when my husband comes in and he's looking at me on the bed, I'm like, I'm not doing anything. I'm working on my breathing. It's. I feel like I'm having to explain everything. And nobody's asking for an explanation. But I feel like everybody's owed one. And then when I'm by myself, I'm not getting nary a thing done. So we'll see. We'll see if all this is paying off. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to me today. Christy Lynn Hanchi, AWOL Zebra. Have a lovely day.